pantry staples, these are those six to 10 items that you can't do without and you want to have in your kitchen at all times. Each week, we ask each guest, what's in your pantry? What's in your pantry? When you're not at the restaurant, when you're at home and you're going to cook, are there five or six items in the home pantry that you have to have? Like these are your go-to things that you can- You can't live without. You create something. I mean, there's so many boring ones, right? Like it could be anything. Like great olive oil, great salt. Yes. I've been really into smoked black pepper lately Mm, and then have a new pepper mill that I will pimp. It's called the Pepper Cannon. Pepper Cannon. So I don't know if you're a pepper mill person. I am. Yes. I'm a Peugeot guy, but just because it's lasted for 20 years. So there's one called the Unicorn. Okay. Right? It's like a black sort of cylinder. Really good. If you can find a unicorn, get one. Well, that's what they always say. If you find a unicorn, keep with it. (laughs) So I was sold on the unicorn. And every year I put together like a gift basket of my favorite things for people. And the unicorn was in it with black pepper. Then I discovered the pepper cannon. Pepper cannon. And it's ridiculous. It's like 200 bucks for a pepper mill. Andrea. What does it do? Andrea, Christmas is coming soon. Just just Google the pepper, the the pepper cannon. Anyway, so I love the pepper just the thing that popped into my head is last year I said, I want to start uh, curing meat at home, you know, like in a curing cabinet. So I built a curing cabinet. So there's always like some salumi in my fridge. So you're making home that I'm making. Yeah. yeah. And typically my girlfriend who doesn't eat pork is completely grossed out by it. You know, there's a whole process where you got to, you know, you got to uh, bloom it before it goes in the cabinet. You got to spray it and the whole apartment smells like salumi. Anyway. All right. That's a nice pepper. List. Yeah. Does it? Before we, you know, created the title of this podcast, Ingredient Insiders, we were going to call it the anchovy because John and I both love anchovies. But a lot of people were like. Our friends were like, you can't, you can't call, call it, pod- it that. No one will listen to a podcast called the anchovy. It's too polarizing. It's too esoteric. Is that true? It's going to turn people off. I don't know. Well, How do you feel why, about that? That's why we have, well, they were going to ask you So this we question. ask everybody who comes on, do you like anchovies? Yeah. We've only had one no. Yeah, but you know, I love anchovies, mm-hmm. but all anchovies are not created equal. <sighs> and so Great what? Answer. this is what we dial in. When we were closed for four months for the renovation at Michael's Genuine, we kept the entire staff on payroll, which is a whole other story. But we made them work and we put focus groups together. And then for the chefs, we would get together every week in my apartment and we would cook and we would curate. And so what we found is like when you taste for instance, anchovies, side by side by side by side, they're totally different. And so just to assume like the canned tomato is the canned tomato or the sardine, we did like 15 varieties of sardines. But for the anchovies, the difference between oil-packed anchovies and salt-packed anchovies was alarming. For people that think they don't like anchovies, they might. Mm -hmm. They just haven't had the right anchovy. That's what John always says. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Yep. The negative association with anchovies is having the very inexpensive, poorer quality stuff that gets thrown on a pizza that's very salty. That's right. Very fishy. They got a bad name. But then you try the Don Bocartes of the world or the Ortiz Mm -hmm. or something maybe from Calabria or Sicily that is a smaller production. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay. But I think illustrating the difference to the cooks is the key. Yeah. Because... 
There's a difference between getting that, you know, one pound can of anchovies that are already peeled in oil and getting those salt pack ones that you have to clean. And yep. it's a freaking pain in the ass. Yep. But when they taste it, they appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And then when they do the work, they appreciate using it wisely and not wasting. I love that. So and there's so, a little more passion in it. Of course. You, you have know, the anchovy aioli on your menu, right? Yeah, we, I mean, we love anchovies. Yeah. But that whole process of doing the work makes you think about what you're doing. Absolutely. You know, unless you're just zoned out mm -hmm. and it just becomes monotonous. All right, you did well on that question. You can always find these pantry staple items at chefswarehouse.com. So stay tuned for our pantry staple clips with our guests each week. And make sure you are subscribed to Ingredient Insiders on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell us what some of your pantry staple items are. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line on Instagram at Ingredient Insiders or on Twitter at Where Chefs Talk. Let us know what's in your pantry and what you're doing with it. We'd love to talk about it on future episodes.